Hello and welcome back to another episode of Backlit Games, the only video game podcast that you should be listening to. This is the one and only one. After all, my name is Corey Faust. I'll be hosting today and I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful Jordan Raddick. Hello, Jordan. You know, I actually have breaking news that the state of California has just passed new legislation uh, outlawing all other podcasts aside <laughs> yeah. from backlit games. So if you live in the state of California, sorry, but it is now illegal to listen to other podcasts. Yeah. Um, I'd like to thank all of our Patreons for being for helping us fund all those lobbyists. <laughs> there's there's also a, a liner here that says the fines are doubled if you're caught listening to the Joe Rogan experience. So just, mm-hmm. Yep. I you feel know, like not, that. There's not much I agree with Gavin Newsom on, but I do agree with him on that. No Joe Rogan experience, and yes to this podcast, only this one. Uh, Universal Healthcare. They're pushing for that in California. <clears throat> and that. Yeah, I actually just saw that, too, which is yeah. fantastic. But enough about politics. Yeah. How yeah. was your break? How was your holiday break? <laughs> holiday break was good. It was good. I believe last time we recorded, I had just been fully boosted and was uh, kind of uh, sick-ish from being boosted and also getting the flu shot and my body just going a little weird. Um, yeah. So. So you kind of took the took the reins. And then my break was good. I had like a solid week of not being sick. I visited family, uh, did the whole Christmas thing, saw some movies, um, then came back into town, and now I have COVID. That's fun. I mean, I'm mm. I'm on the upswing of it. Um don't I don't necessarily believe the whole uh this is it's not a very strong version of COVID uh, because it still sucks really bad. I I also want to say that uh, there's no shame in you having COVID. I, yeah. I'm sure that there are some people out there who would try and shame you for having COVID. Uh, yeah. But you're vaxxed. You're boosted. Uh, you take a lot of good precautions. Um, Unfortunately, California is seeing the highest rates of COVID-19 cases that it's seen since the pandemic began, yeah. um, you know, and so it's, it's unfortunately just part of that, <laughs> which well, that's, sucks. That's why it's called 2022, because it's 2020 Pandemic again. boogaloo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 2022 pandemic boogaloo. <laughs> I have a mean to ask, as we go into our junior year of the pandemic, um... Are you and Anna? Are you going to take Anna to Pandemic Prom? Pandemic Prom? Yeah. What's it's Pandemic junior, Prom? It's junior year. That means it's prom. Oh, wow. Junior year of our pandemic. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we'll have to get all dressed up and go to go to Pandemic Prom. Yeah, I'm Who's thinking... Ho- is COVID hosting this year? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's virtual, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but of course, the after party is going to be... How are we going to be... dance six feet apart? <laughs> The way Jesus intended, just like, just like at every middle school dance, bro. Yeah. They, when they, when they put like, make you stand this far apart. <laughs> this much room, this much room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. It'll um, be great. And just, of course we can have uh, an after party in a secluded barn somewhere. There, I'll yeah. Grow up in a field. It'll yeah. be great. We'll get like, like plastic bottle vodka, you know, that's like half drink. Cause you stole it from mm-hmm. your uncle. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> 
we will have a very, very unsafe bonfire in someone's driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be lit with um, tons of gas just unsafely poured on top of it. <laughs> and then someone will light it, try to light it with a cigarette at first because it'll be like, hey, bro, I saw it in the movie. You can do it. Watch, watch. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone will finally get it lit. And then a third person will try to light their cigarette on the fire. Yep. So. <laughs> This is the return to normalcy that I need. <laughs> it really is. This is when I think about, you know, what kind of world I want to come back to after the pandemic. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> oh my god. But um but yeah, that aside, uh my holiday break was pretty good. Just played a lot of games, watched a lot of like TV shows and shit and uh that's about it really. Uh how was your break? Um uh, my break was uh Pretty good. I honestly, I didn't do a whole lot. Um, my son had his birthday, uh, so we did that. That was a lot of fun. Um, we also did Christmas, obviously. Um, and you know, as a as a parent, I don't get presents anymore. Nobody gets me anything. They just give my kids <laughs> stuff, which is cool. Um, the 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 one part that's like bittersweet about uh, Christmas for me nowadays is like my kids really into Legos. He loves Legos and I love Legos. Uh, so he makes me like put everything together for him, which I like really love. The thing I don't like about it though is, you know, I spend all this time like sitting down on the ground, putting her on the couch or whatever, putting all these Legos together. And I'm just hunched over for hours. And I just, <laughs> oh, my back, dude, by the end of like, especially after his birthday and Christmas being so close to each other, like together afterwards, my back, man, he's just, just killing me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, then I moved, moved into a new place. It's great. Uh, like it here much more than my old place. Uh, my roommate that I moved in with, I sent you a picture, but I like to share this with viewers. My friend, um, Jared that I just moved in with, who's been on our podcast before he has an original 1981 Donkey Kong arcade machine. He bought off a guy for $200. Oh, wow. I didn't realize he got it so cheap. That's awesome. Bought it for 200 bucks. It's been in a basement for years, apparently. Yeah, it and works. this thing looks like in really good condition. It's got some wear and tear on it like you would expect for such an old machine. But like the coloring of the artwork, like oh, it yeah. all looks really good. So the like the the mm. sides of the arcade cabinet, one mm. side is really, really faded. And the mm. other is like almost looks brand new. So you can okay. tell you can tell which side was up against a wall. Yeah. You know, like when it was at a pizza joint or whatever, or like which uh-huh. side was next to like the front, like near the front door where the sun was beating on it all the time. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool. I think at some point we like him and I might work on like trying to restore it. I know we're going to at least clean it up. Uh, it's super gross and dirty and dusty on the inside, which bet, is part, yeah. it's part of the reason the screen's kind of wonky. Uh, so we got the guy that he bought it from coming out in a couple of days to take a look at it and, and get it all cleaned up and, make sure that it's working 100 percent. but that's really cool to to just have that like in my kitchen you know like (laughs) like right there uh next to my 3d printer um but yeah yeah, other other than that i just played a lot of video games um i actually i mainly played one game which we'll get into uh well let's let's just do it now let's just uh let's get into it i'm I'm, dude i'm i mainly played final fantasy 7 remake and the intermission DLC. I finished the game 
and then played all through the intermission the Yuffie DLC. Okay, yeah. How is that? Which I is, um I didn't get a chance to cuz cuz that's the that's only PS5 stuff, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, so I I haven't had a chance to play that. Yeah, they um so I I I really kind of had fallen off this game and then randomly one day they announced they were like, "Hey, the PS5 upgrade is now free for all PS Plus owners." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Bet I'm buying that or like downloading that right now, you know?" Like Yeah. Um and I had gotten Jared, uh, I had finally been able to help him find a PS5. Uh, mm-hmm. GameStop had like a crazy $800 bundle. And I yeah, told him about that it. sounds but about like, right, yeah. Yeah, I just told him about it on a whim. And he was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, it, it, came, it came with a $50 gift card and he gave me that. It's like a finder's fee. Um, oh, nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, so with that, I bought um, the Intermission DLC, played through that. It's about three hours uh long maybe a little bit longer it's like two chapters is what it is um but i really enjoyed the combat a lot more than um playing as cloud in Mm. seven uh i think yuffie is a lot of fun to play as i think they did a really really good job with her and her abilities Mm -hmm. um making her feel really unique um i just enjoy like from what i've seen she seems like a like a quicker character like so much quicker yeah. yeah which which is something that i really wanted cloud is is slow yeah uh, he is slow as shit um so it's, it was really fun to because she's like a ninja so it was really mm-hmm. fun to play as like a super fast um like ranged character mm-hmm. uh and then yeah playing the playing the remake i really enjoyed it's a beautiful game especially on, on ps5 gotta say man one thing i wasn't expecting about the remake it's really gay. Like, and I don't, and I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't mean this in like a, like a derogatory way at all. I mean, like it's incredibly comfortable with being gay. And I yeah. was, I was shocked at just, uh, like, I didn't expect that from square Enix of all people. Like, yeah, for sure. I know uh, when you text I, me that, uh, over the break too, I was like, absolutely completely agree. I mean, I'm speaking about this from the standpoint of a straight white man, but for just from what I've seen it, it, and especially coming from a Japanese company, uh, it seems like they handle it really, really well, like tastefully. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I was surprised at how well it was handled. Like, yeah. like uh, yeah, I was I was shocked at that. I, I thought that was really interesting. That was something that really stood out to me while I was playing. Probably like more than anything that stood out to me, like how they, they had these characters who uh, were like, clearly gay and like just didn't like uh, you know it, it didn't make up all of who they were as like characters uh which i thought i always really like to see that in any form of media and i thought you know square handled that um really well uh and then i've also been playing uh was a really that's all i have to say about final fantasy 7 remake uh because everything <laughs> everything else about that game has been said um yeah. Uh, I started playing Kena Bridge of Spirits, uh, nice. which uh, I adore that game. Man, yeah. it's really good. Really fun. Uh, beautiful, beautiful game. The animations on it and the cutscenes are just like like a DreamWorks or a Pixar movie. Like yeah. very, very cartoony and filled with emotion. They got those big puppy dog eyes, everyone. Yeah. Um, I got through, I think I got like, you you beat the game, right? No, I fell off of it. I'm I'm probably like about a quarter of the way through. Okay, I got through. How far did you get? Um, so here it's relatively short. Yeah, I. Where was I? 
like one of the new paths opened up for me. So like, you you know, that tree that you initially run into or like it's kind of like a busted ass tree, but you can't get into it yet. Uh, you got to go where, find where you some... fight the corrupted Taro. <sighs> Man, it's been so long since I played it. It's hard to describe. I can only picture where I'm at, but so many of the environments are kind of the same, like foresty, you know, so yeah, it's hard foresty, to like jungly. Yeah, it's hard to describe exactly where I was at, but I would say um, without knowing exactly how far along into the story I was, it felt kind of like I was about a quarter of the way through. I'm okay. not I'm not entirely sure, though. Oh, you know what? You know, I um, I was just maybe like an hour or two past where you start doing the tutorial of like shooting those like floating things, those like things. With oh, the spinner OK. Tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm 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 past that. I think I'm probably like halfway through the game. OK. Um. I, yeah, I think I think I'm roughly about that because the game is about ten hours, and I, I or ten yeah, to yeah. fourteen, and I, I put Something probably like that, five yeah. or six in, um, close to that. Okay. Uh, but I fell off that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I stopped playing that yesterday because I started playing Ghost of Tsushima Director's mm-hmm. Cut on PS5, and nice. let me fucking tell you, bro, it's so tight. Oh my god. Yeah. The game is so good. Oh, it's so good. I was I started I started playing in the Kurosawa mode. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> um, but then I was like, ah, I can't tell who the enemies are because I can't, you know, everyone's black and white. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, like especially like from far away and shit. Uh, it's really and, hard to like shoot enemies. Um, and it's such a shame to with how cool that Kurosawa mode is. It's such a shame that you just you do want to switch back over to the regular mode because because of how vibrant the world is. It's yeah, like, but it's, I but I want to like right before cinematics start, I want to switch back to the Kurosawa mode yeah. so I can watch all the cutscenes <laughs> and like the gritty black and white. Like, mm-hmm. but I I am still playing through the game with all Japanese dialogue. Um, okay, PS Five cool. is supposed to have like the Japanese lip syncing. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be like a feature. Dog shit. Uh, yeah is it? <laughs> it, it it looks like dog shit man um yeah. whatever yeah I, like, I mean that was nothing that really stood out to me as like a, a a big deal just because like lip syncing in a lot of video games especially like big scale video games like this open world they're not really that great most of the yeah. time anyways it doesn't really matter that much it doesn't yeah, pull exactly. me out of it uh, but i'm i'm really enjoying that 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 game is fucking yeah. just an absolute dynamite um you've played it before uh you've played I, it before I, right i played it at a buddy's house for like a little bit but i have i haven't like done a playthrough yet myself oh, um oh yeah, my gosh I'd, i didn't I'd, realize that yeah i played it for a couple hours at my friend's house um but Dude. yeah now now is like my first time getting hands-on with it and mm-hmm. it is it is really good yeah uh, it's stellar it's so fucking good i can already tell it's gonna be one of those games oh excuse me where i spend a lot of time doing all of the side quest stuff and like mm-hmm. going to all of the little question marks on the map before i go like do main main story things yep i have it's already what I i've been doing obsessively like went through every i platinumed that game just because i was like i have to see everything i have to experience everything and and i did yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it oh, man is it good yeah it's very good uh yeah so that's what i've been playing uh what about you what are you playing uh i've so i've been playing a little bit of a bunch of things i've kind of been falling off of games a lot though but um i started playing the gunk early into uh the break so the gunk is 
from the studio who did like the uh, uh, SteamWorld Dig games. They did SteamWorld Heist. Uh, really fun mm. games. Um, and this is that studio's first venture into doing like a 3D platformer. Because these other games are like, um, they're just kind of flat side scroller games, but this is their first 3D game. And uh, I would say for their first game, uh, it's pretty good. It's and it's a really uh, short game, I guess. It's only like about eight to ten hours, um, which is nice. That's a good sweet spot for what this game is. Um, but it does get kind of tedious and boring. Um, it's on Xbox right now and PC, and I've been playing it on Game Pass uh, mm-hmm. on my computer, and. Um, I think that's great. If you got Game Pass and you can go and play this game for what is essentially free, go do it because it's a short game. It's really cute and sweet. And uh, a lot of the mechanics revolve around like this gunk that exists on this world uh, that you kind of vacuum up and you you suck it all up. And then the world like becomes more alive again. And it's actually interesting that you've been playing Kina because uh, the gunk when you get rid of the gunk, much like in Kina, when you get rid of that, like, uh, what corruption is it? Corruption or whatever. The, the corruption. And you, how it has that, that burst and the whole area becomes, like, green again and alive. Yeah. The gunk does the exact same thing. It's, you vacuum it's, up all of the gunk and it does that burst and then the whole area comes back alive. and It's that, the Super Mario Sunshine effect. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, you yeah. clean it all off and then and it pops and it, it you know pops with life and and color again and yeah. yep yep uh, i will say that, like that main mechanic of vacuuming up this gunk and you know vacuuming up other things is pretty fun but um the action is a little it's it's there's not a whole lot of variation in the mechanics mm. really um and some of the voice acting is a little eh, not great but uh but if you got game pass go play it it's it's charming enough and and I really like that studio. Um another game though that I've been playing is Chicory, uh, which is really good. Speaking of like no color and then having like a, a burst of color. Um so Chicory is like a uh side scrolly platformer Zelda like, uh, where you play uh this cute little animal who um takes control of like this magical paintbrush something happens in the world where the world is zapped away of all of its colors so now the world is just black and white and you have this magical paintbrush and you can go around and recolor in all of the world but while you're doing that you run into all these other different characters with these different their own stories and their own side quests and you run into like these little dungeons and these puzzles and it all kind of revolves around this mechanic of you having this paintbrush and you painting in the world around you like sometimes the paintbrush like certain colors will light up a dark room or if you paint certain um uh things in the in the world like say uh say there's a mushroom blocking your path but then you paint it and then it kind of like it kind of like shrinks or whatever so then you can you know progress through this area that you're going through and a whole bunch of little things like that where it revolves around this painting mechanic and uh, it's actually really fun. I I'm, huh. haven't beaten it yet. It's su- supposed to be a pretty short game. I've fallen off of it a couple times, um, but I've been playing it on Switch, and I really, really, uh, I really like it. Um, another game that I just recently started playing because um, it was it actually is free on uh, PlayStation Plus right now is Deep Rock Galactic, um, and that is a 
<clears throat> like a four player co-op uh first person like mining game kind of like first person shooter but also you're mining so you play like these you play dwarves who are in space working for a space mining company and you go to like all these different planets um or different regions on this one planet and you are mining like resources you're you're each region has like a different goal each mission has a different goal um for you to either like collect a certain resource or get rid of a certain enemy and a lot of the enemies in these areas are like these giant bugs or spiders or you know just a whole bunch of different variations on like these alien insects and uh it's really cool cuz like the whole world like you can mine like everything like you can dig through anything um and you have all these different abilities and it's just a ton of fun i'm playing with a couple friends right now and uh and uh it's it's a lot more fun than i thought it was going to be and after each mission you know you go back to the main hub world with your resources and some of those resources turn into experience while others uh you can spend on like your an upgrade tree you can upgrade your weapons or like your drilling equipment and all this other stuff you can purchase cosmetics make your dwarf guy like have a cool beard or whatever my guy's got this afro with his giant massive beard um and it's just a lot of fun it's it's just really good uh, that sounds I, awesome yeah uh, it's it's so good another one that i've been playing a lot with like uh some some other friends a separate group of friends i have uh we have like this thursday night game night and um I've forgotten to bring it up in the past, or maybe I have brought it up, so correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the game is Speedrunners, and that's a four-player versus game side-scroller. I don't know if you've seen this one, Jordan, um, <clears throat> where you are basically racing each other across these different you know, levels, um, and you're just, you're, your character is just running. He's just running, but you have like this grappling hook, which will help you like pull you or swing you through the level and then you can get like uh almost mario kart like you know weapons you where you find these little boxes or whatever along the way and it gives you a random weapon that you can use against you know like a one-time use against the other players that you're racing okay. against and uh, as you're racing through these levels <clears throat> like if the person ahead gets too far and the person behind is too far behind uh if they get cut out of the screen then they're out for that like the rest of that uh, portion of the race mm -hmm. until until everybody else is out and there's only one person left. And another twist to it is that the longer the race goes without, you know, people getting ejected, the smaller the screen gets. So the field of view gets smaller. So you can't be too much further from you know, behind from the person that's in the front. Yeah. And it kind of makes things more and more, you know, intense as it goes. And then it really like heavily relies on you understanding what's about to happen in the level too. Like you have to, you have to really learn the levels as you're racing through it because you know, the slightest mistake trips you up and then right. you're out. Um, so that's been a ton of fun. Um, I've been playing it a lot on steam with these guys, but then it over the break, it also went on sale on switch for like two bucks or something. And I had like switch points, like those coins. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, well, of course I'm going to get this. It was free, basically, for me. So mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to get this. So I've been kind of playing that a little bit. And uh, and that's mostly it. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah, also Wordle, I guess, is a thing now. 
which have, you, have of, you done today's wordle i did uh yeah i can't even remember what it was at this point again was it a i'm just gonna say what it was uh favor right it was favor oh why'd you tell me oh i thought you t- oh i assumed you did it no no <laughs> no i haven't done it today i have it up in my i have it up in my like another tab fuck i'm gonna type it in <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that was the day before. Impressive. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm so sorry. But everybody's freaking out over Wordle. Yeah, it's great. It's pretty fun. Uh, do you remember... Um, did you ever watch his show, Lingo, back in the day? Uh, not that I recall. I don't, I don't remember that show. Uh-uh. Hosted by... Um, Chuck Woolery, I, I believe. <coughs> but yeah, it was essentially they, it was this, but it was a game show. Um, okay. But I think I think they would give you uh, like the first letter, um, or, or something like that originally. Okay. Was that a kids show? No, no, it was on um, it was on Game Show Network. Lingo. Oh, uh, okay. For for a couple of years, I remember I used to get really stoned after school in high school and I'd watch it and I was good. I was really good at it. Um, oh, I'm looking at uh, clips of it now. Yeah. That's, that's just, that's what this is. That's <laughs> yeah. It's literally wordle. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been having fun with it. Um, been going on it every day. I'm so sorry. Jordan <laughs> gave it away. It's uh, all good. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not one of those people that's like, "Oh, you you did it!" Oh. Like, I'm not gonna get all mad. Um, um, but yeah. I, I wish I could do more than one a day. But I get, I yeah, get why nice. they only let you do one a day. Um, I was looking for like another version of this game, like that was available, like in the App Store or anything like that, because I wanted to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found like all of these like different kind of knockoffs that looked slightly suspicious like okay i don't know that i'm gonna download that and then like, i read definitely today gonna steal my data yeah. yeah well and then i read today that apple apparently has had to like suspend a shit ton of wordle knockoffs for like being <laughs> suspicious so i'm like okay yeah i'm not i'm not gonna fuck with not that worth the risk all. yeah not worth the risk but um but last thing that I wanted to bring up, and I haven't pl- really played these very much, but I thought it would be good to actually bring up because we've talked about it a lot in the past. Um, like with Netflix getting into video games and everything, um, that's actually happened now. There are Netflix video games available for you to play on your phone. Have you, uh, have you played these? Do you have to be on your phone? Yeah, they're all mobile because they, uh, if you have the Netflix mobile app, uh, when you select the game, it immediately links you over to the app store <laughs> and then you download the game through the app store and then you can play it once you open up the game then it kind of like links it to your netflix account so it's a weird way to do this what? right now yeah um and uh the games are kind of bad also i mean they're kind of not not great i, I don't want to say bad but they're just not great um there are a couple stranger th- uh stranger things games that have uh that are out there too but those have been out for a while on like a whole bunch of different platforms and i hear that those reviewed pretty well you know pretty decently but that's nothing i want to 
I want to yeah. play myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. Ooh. I'm trying to um, get into. <clears throat> Excuse me, these uh, these Netflix games right now because I want to know what this is all about. <laughs> yeah, they're all very basic. They're all very basic. Like there's a bowling one where it's like not really bowling you're a bowling ball and you kind of control the bowling ball as it goes down this long like rail that you and and you've got to move it to hit pins um there's another one where you're controlling this board to get move this board up but there's a ball on it that kind of rolls back and forth as you move the board <clears throat> um there's those stranger get things ones yeah so uh, where where do i go for games uh, while I'm on the app, I literally just scroll down a little bit and then it shows me like, oh, here games. we go. Games. Yeah. No ads, extra <laughs> fees or in-app purchases. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's cool that it's there um, and it's easy to find and everything. Uh, the way to go about getting the games on your phone is a little weird just because it directs you through the app store. Yeah, this is in the game. Then it links you to your Netflix app and. <clears throat> a little it's awkward and the games are not great. not intuitive at all and yeah looking at the selection it looks like the free games that are available in iMessage yeah you know yeah, you know how no, you can play absolutely. that 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 beer pong game in iMessage i don't think i've ever played that no um dude i'm hella good at that <laughs> i used to play that all the time but yeah i mean it's got like this little putt putt golf game it's got this racing game but oh. none of them look very great Speaking of Putt Putt, uh huh. Did you see that they announced Putt Putt Travels Through Time is coming to Switch? I don't even know what that is. What's Putt Putt Travels Through Time? What do you mean? Okay. Do you not remember uh, Putt Putt, Freddy the Fish, and Pajama Sam? No, <laughs> no I do not. Putt Putt Travels. Did you never play the, those PC games as a kid? Uh uh. What is that? Oh, okay. Seeing a picture of it. I know what you're talking about, but no, I've never played them. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, dude. These games are getting ported to Switch. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, so these were kind I of can't like... wait. These were kind of like Reader Rabbit-like games, they right? They were just Where like little point... They were kids' point-and-click adventure games. Mm -hmm. That's that's exactly what they were. Uh, and they were amazing. And I loved every second of them. And don't you ever say an unkind word about <laughs> Freddy the Fish... Pajama Sam or Putt Putt in this household. I'm sure. I'm sure Putt Putt. He, he looks like he's a solid guy, but yeah. How much is this? Are they going to charge you for this on the Switch? Obviously, it's going to be 1999. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Let's let's see how much it it is on Switch. Maybe we can put that in our out this week <laughs> section. I mean, it, it is out. It just came out January 3rd. It's $14.99. I wasn't even that far off. That's not bad. That is bad. This game should not be more. <laughs> I'm over here singing this game's praises, but it should not be $14.99. This is $9.99 tops, bro. Like, <laughs> hold on. Is it just a single game or is it? Like yeah, Pup Pup Chops Your Time is a single game. Man. Uh, how wild and, that this... And here's the thing, is the main... According to howlongtobeat.com, the main story <laughs> of Putt-Putt Travels Through Time is only an hour and a half, all right? Holy crap. Speedrunners did it in one minute and 50 seconds, so, like... <laughs> <laughs>
yeah, even look, completionist, one and a half hours. Oh my main god. Main and extras, one and a half hours. Main story, one and a half hours. So there's no extras, is, is what it's saying. <laughs> no, this this is definitely like you know, I played this game when I was probably five, six years old. This is like like kids first PC this video a, game kind this of. This is a four ninety nine game then. It should be like four bucks five bucks I, I, okay it, i'm saying it should be 10 bucks at most if they up res it you know to 720p yeah like uh but yeah i i this is not a 14.99 game <laughs> dude like they are they are playing with me if they think i'm paying that much um <laughs> oh my god it's gonna wow. go on sale so fast oh yeah it's gonna drop to one of those 99 cent games for sure let that be the first game we stream. Let that be the first game this show streams on Twitch. <laughs> it could be. It very well could be. Oh my god. Should be that or, or Legends Arceus. Legends Arceus? I don't I I know that. But I can't Pokemon. what that is. Oh yeah, yeah. The Pokemon game's coming out. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's move along then. Um, let's get out of what we're playing and talk about what's out this week. Putt Putt uh, Travels Through Time is out on, <laughs> on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Available now. Um, another game that's coming out. Freddy uh, the Fish 3, The Case of the Stolen Conch Shell, <laughs> which is also available on Nintendo Switch for $14.99. Okay, so I, no I, word when Pajama Sam will make his Switch <laughs> debut. Oh, God. Yeah, let that be in the next Nintendo Direct. Like, give us a, a Pajama <laughs> Sam segment. That's how they open the Direct. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's um, why they didn't... The reason they didn't put Pajama Sam on there is because they're giving him a gritty Breath of the Wild style reboot. <laughs> <laughs> open world Pajama Sam. <laughs> so... Um, but out this week, uh, I'm actually really excited about this one, uh, is Nobody Saves the World. Um, I say out this week, but it's out January 18th. Um, this is from Drinkbox Studios, uh, the game devs who are responsible for the Guacamelee series. Oh, um, fun. Which, Guacamelee, it's one of my favorite Metroidvania-like games out there. It's super, super good. The studio is extremely talented, and this game you, looks like a lot of fun. Let me ask you, is your favorite Metroidvania either a Metroid or a Castlevania? <laughs> um probably yeah yeah all right you're not you're not a poser then you get real you're a real you're you're a real gamer yeah i mean dread might be actually my favorite metroidvania nice (laughs) and i'm going to call a metroid game a metroidvania (laughs) um but nobody saves the world looks great it's like an isometric action rpg um where you as the player you can transform into like a whole bunch of different characters and yeah. these different characters have a whole bunch of different abilities and then you can kind of mix and match those abilities for whichever whatever given situation comes up um, yeah it, it looks really cool um they said that the game was inspired by the original zelda and final fantasy tactics um with yeah. its job system yeah uh, which sounds like my cup of tea yeah unfortunately it being an xbox windows exclusive is not my cup of tea so. yeah yeah there it's that timed exclusivity, I'm not sure how long that lasts. I didn't dig too much into that. Um, but it's also on Game Pass, which I got PC Game Pass, so I'll be playing that day one. I'm super excited about yeah. that. <clears throat> That'll be and a lot of fun. 
that's really the only game of note that I put on this list for out this week. And uh I mean you guys heard my games out this week. <laughs> yeah. So we're all waiting with bated breath for that last one to drop. <laughs> you know, when this goes live, I'm doing a Twitter poll and I'm 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 not even waiting. I'm not even waiting. I'm I'm taking a Twitter now. <laughs> and I'm saying, who remembers Freddy the Fish, Pup Putt, and Pajama Sam? I without seeing the picture of what that was. You, I just assumed you were making things up. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like this all sounds fake to me. Putt putt, Freddy the fish and pajama Sam. Come on. <laughs> I can't I I can't start posting about that on Twitter right now because I got replies about my bidet that I gotta respond to. <laughs> I so the place I just moved into has a bidet. I'm intimidated by it. I haven't used it yet. Uh, oh man. I, I don't know what I don't know what that sensation would be like. Don't know how to wrap my head around it. Uh, so I, I've just been wiping. Um, <laughs> I haven't used it yet. Okay. As, as a man who has a bidet and experienced the same hesitancy of using the bidet, the second you use a bidet, you'll never, you'll, you'll never look at a toilet without a bidet the same way. You will always want every toilet to have a bidet that you can use. This, They're amazing. So, so am I... Am, is this going to be one of those things where like it ruins other toilets for me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You will never... Like when like, people I, say like, oh, when you fly first class, like you can never go back to like yeah. flying coach again, you know, <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah, so this it, is the <laughs> bathroom first class equivalent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I mean... I, the biggest problem that I have with that is like, God forbid I get a job that makes me go back into the office. Uh, and then, you know, I'm pooping on company time. They don't have bidets there. Like mm. I gotta, then I gotta make the decision. Like, do I not poop on company time? Do I <laughs> poop as a lesser man without a bidet? Like, what's <laughs> <laughs> um, been quite the pickle. That's when you become the one weird guy who, who, when you take that, you know, anonymous company survey at the end of the year, <laughs> you're the one anonymous weirdo who puts in the survey, please install bidets in the bathroom. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think the way to solve that is to like, just slowly bring it up to people so that like, <laughs> yeah. Like in their in their vicinity, so that they start getting targeted ads for bidets on their phones <laughs> and yeah. computers, yeah. And then they're like, "We should get bidets." And yeah. Like, yeah, you're basically you're basically forcing everybody to like microdose bidets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Should we, should we move on to news now? But in other is news, enough, <laughs> is that enough bidet? <laughs> That's been bidet talk. Um, <laughs> Uh, in other news, uh, Sony reportedly is ramping up their PS4 production. Um, this news, I just want to go through really quick because it's a little boring, but um, I thought it was worth bringing up. Um, so basically, <clears throat> due to the ongoing pandemic, Sony has shifted gears and they'll be continuing PS4 production despite rumors that were saying the opposite. 
Um, and this is happening mostly because of the affordability of older PS4 components and also because of, you know, the global supply chain shortages. Um, so, yeah, Sony's going to continue and going forward with production of this last gen hardware, um, which led me to, like, kind of have some questions like, does this mean even more support for last gen, you know, like more support? supportive games like new games that are going to be both ps5 and ps4 are we going to see that more often now no. uh, what does this mean for the longevity of the ps5 itself is the ps5 going to become like how the xbox 360 was a decades-long console you know uh, uh i don't think this is anything to worry about the ps3 didn't cease production until 2017 mm-hmm. um you know about three and a half, almost four years into the PS4's lifespan, when we were definitely getting almost exclusively next-gen releases, with the exception of, um, you know, EA games and Just Dance, things like that, that okay. still were, were cross-release. So I, I, don't, I don't see that being a problem. I think this is more... Um, they can't keep up with demand for PS5s and the holidays are coming and they're going to have to push some sort of big PS4 bundle for the holidays to make up for the fact that they won't be able to get enough PS5s into people's hands mm-hmm. because of the chip shortage. Um, I don't think I don't think they were as impacted as um, we may have thought this past holiday from the chip shortage. And I think this news is showing that now they are starting to feel those effects. Um, so maybe, maybe not like a holiday bundle, but they will, they will, it'll be some sort of PS4 bundle that they'll put out to try and, and get kind of a last hurrah sort of thing. Okay. Like how they had the, the super slim PS3. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that Pat, I don't think that, through or after 2022 we see um software support for the the ps4 really uh yeah i think i think we are going to definitely see them go all in on the ps5 but i think the pandemic has probably made that you know difficult obviously Mm -hmm. well and then um so another article that i kind of have tied in with this one a little bit too it's like Phil Spencer was recently quoted as saying, you know, the Xbox supply is as big as it's ever been, end quote, uh, despite the chip shortages. So is this That's because of... no one's buying it. That's because no one's buying it. It says, <laughs> okay, like this article that you link, uh-huh. uh, Phil Spencer says that um, they, they, oh, we shipped 12 million, I think is the number. They shipped 12 million Series X and Series S's, um, but... According to Gaming Bolt, uh, as of Q3 or uh, as of Q3 last year, so as of like September last year, they'd only sold 6.7 million units worldwide. So they've only sold half of what they shipped, roughly. Okay. Um, that's not good. Like well, that. So that is supply- weird, though. Like why? Why is it still so hard to find them, though? I mean, I I have heard recently. <clears throat> excuse me. Over the holidays like some places actually having like some Xboxes stay on shelves for mm-hmm. longer than normal, you know, instead of just selling out immediately, like yeah. them actually being there for maybe a, a full day or two. But, um, 
but the, typically these are also, we are still seeing them fly off shelves you know these are also worldwide numbers <laughs> um and uh, the xbox you know just doesn't sell as well in parts of asia that you know the playstation and the nintendo does that's true uh yeah. is is really the biggest thing um Nintendo now has monopoly on gaming in Japan because they have the portable option, and yeah. so many people love portable gaming there. So that's that. I think that we are really going to see uh, some sort of of push towards portability with Sony and Microsoft within the next couple of years. I think they're gonna they're gonna see that market and they're gonna go. We gotta we gotta get in here somehow. We gotta figure out a foothold. And I think that uh, PlayStation is remote play is, is kind of their first step with that. And Xbox has something so fairly cloud, X cloud, yeah, yeah. X cloud, where you can <clears throat> you can play anywhere and stuff. Um, I don't think we're ever going to see something like Game Pass on Switch, like <laughs> or yeah. or anything like that. Like people say, or like P- PlayStation Now on Switch. Uh, yeah, we'll never get we'll never get that because uh, yeah. of the infrastructure, but. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I think I think that um I think all him saying that supply as big as it's ever been means is that they're they're not selling as much as they want to, honestly. Like I don't know that that's necessarily. I think they are still selling quite a bit. I mean, Sony is obviously selling more PlayStations than Xbox is selling Xboxes. Right. And, like I I read this like both of these articles together as it just saying like <clears throat> even with the you know shortcomings of the supply chain and the chip shortages i read this as the games industry is bigger now than it's ever been before in its entire life and i know that's obvious you know it's like that's a very like, optimistic take <laughs> from especially over from what i had yeah that I took yeah. away yeah, I, that this is my takeaway though. It's like it's bigger now than it's ever been before, and it and it's in you know ever. Uh, so of course these things are harder to find now, and that's kind of where my next question uh, comes up is like, is this going to be more of like a normal thing? Like I know like when the supply chain shortages, you know, when things kind of level out, uh, th- uh, things will be a little easier to find. But until they come up with a better solution, is this just going to be like more normal for this hardware to be harder to find? Uh, because yeah. of how popular, like how big the industry is. Um, I think I think it's not just how big the industry is. I think it's definitely like a combined um, it's a combination of like a, a couple different factors. I think that you know there's a shortage of parts. There's a shortage of people willing to work a lot of brick and mortar retail jobs, um, which pushes people towards online retailers and it makes it really easy for people to buy bots to, you know, buy up all of the online inventory very quickly so that, and then resell it at super high prices. Um, Because a lot of, a, a lot of this scarcity that we're seeing of these high ticket items is artificially created. Um, you know, there, there isn't, there isn't necessarily a scarcity of, or as much of a scarcity of Xbox ones and PS fives as there would be, had we not created a market for people to be able to buy and then resell them at insane markups quickly and easily. It's true. You know, um, 
And I think that that definitely has a lot to do with it. I would be interested to see how much harder it would be to get one of these items if we didn't have to deal with scalpers. Yeah. Yeah, I would be interested in seeing that too. I, I'd personally like to see the numbers on how much of these you know, are estimated to be sold to scalpers versus how much of these are sold to like just actual people, just con- right. individuals. Um, I don't know that those numbers actually exist though, and I don't know how they would calculate how that. you would get that yeah because i mean like i've i've technically bought two playstation fives but one of them was uh like they went on sale one day and my friend evan was trying to get one and and so i was on best buy as well and i was able to get it in my cart and he couldn't mm-hmm. you know and i bought it for him and then picked it up and he paid me for it yeah not a penny over what uh you know yeah what what the cost was because i'm not a terrible person yeah, you weren't price gouging he, your friend <laughs> yeah yeah and then he he bought me lunch as a thank you um i mean i mean shit man there there have been times even in the past year where i've been like a little harder for cash and i'm like i could flip my used ps5 for like a thousand bucks probably like yeah. <laughs> like easily i could get people to pay that like yeah. even though i've already I've, I've put a couple hundred hours into it like already mm. you know yeah absolutely um, yeah, I didn't I didn't want to linger on this too much, but I did think it was interesting, like the combined reports here, um, just with old hardware, uh, you know, ramping up production and and with apparently new hardware, like production still being like, I don't know, they're they're still pumping them out and they're selling like yeah. hotcakes. So it'll be interesting to see in this coming year uh, where that all goes, like how much harder or easier it is to pick these things up. So, yeah, I mean, people are still buying PS4s. My coworker was just telling me that her and her partner uh, bought a PS4. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, PS5, you mean? She's like, no, we got a PS4. And I was like, cool. You should nice. play all of these great games. They're yeah. hella cheap now, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. No, no kidding. Like, this is all the, the best, best games are like 20 bucks. <laughs> best time ever to pick up a PlayStation 4. There's so many great games that yeah. you can get for super cheap on it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but moving along, um, speaking of. Excuse me. Speaking of new hardware, uh, Sony unveiled, well, kind of unveiled, they mostly just talked about uh, PlayStation (laughs) VR 2 at CES this year, uh, which apparently it's going to have a 4K display. It's going to have eye tracking and headset feedback. Little little vibrations in the headset, which is a little weird. But, um, yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know um, a whole lot about this. Uh, there's a lot of numbers being thrown out in this article from GamesIndustry.biz. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's got like 4K OLED display, 110 degree field of view, which is awesome. Wider field of view would be great. Um, but then it also gets into like resolution numbers. So like 2000 by 2400 per eye uh, frame rates between 90 hertz and 120 hertz. Um, this is all googledy gook to me. I don't know what any of this means. But from what I've been like hearing other people who do kind of understand these numbers a little bit better, um, this is going to be like a really solid piece of hardware, like really, it's, really good. Yeah. From um, it's it's looking like it's going to be uh, what people are really hoping is like a a version of VR that we that you know everyone can point to and go, this is cheap, this is accessible, and this is what, this fulfills the promise of virtual reality that we've yeah. already always kind of, you know, had. 
Yeah, definitely. It it sounds like it'll be better than um uh Quest 2, uh which I guess Quest 2 is pretty damn good for yeah. what it is, no, you know, for a wireless experience. Um but this will be better. Uh this headset will still be wired though. Um it'll connect to the PS5 via just a single USB type C cable, which is fantastic because uh, Will it how the, thick of a, a single USB type Yeah, C cable I know. How big is this cable going to be? I despite like no matter how big that cable is going to be though, uh, still a way better solution than their first iteration of PSVR. Yeah, that's uh, true. Because you had like several cords going up into the headset that then ran down into a separate box. And then mm-hmm. that box had like three or four different cords that, you know, some of them ran into your PlayStation. The other ones ran into like, like the power outlet and it's wild. It's, it was a bit much. It's horrible. Like if you can't constantly have this thing plugged in, uh, and you have to like, you know, hide it or unplug it and put it away when you're done using it. Uh, I, I I haven't really used my PlayStation VR in so long, purely because it's always such a pain in the ass. It is an event to pull out and plug in and all of that. Here's the thing also. Make VR apartment friendly. Yes. Okay? Like, like not everybody lives in a place where they have a very large living room, Sony. <laughs> all right? Like, we're not... Some of us millennials who live yeah. in a country where the housing market does not allow us to ever buy a house probably also, also it's crazy like this is a japanese company and like most like apartments in japan are so in- incredibly tiny they're so yeah. small like <laughs> you would think that they would build it for that you know like keep that in mind but yeah but no oh well but um during this announcement they also uh talked about uh their their first big psvr2 game that uh, is going to be coming out with it horizon call of the mountain so it's a uh, just basically a spinoff it's being made by gorilla games <coughs> who've worked on the horizon games um what and, are the bets that this is on rails oh yeah it seems entirely like it's going to be on this rails. is an on rails experience right yeah, yeah this is it's a it's a, a rail shooter is what i'm i'm thinking yeah except you have like a bow yeah or yeah, like yeah, spears yeah. Or yeah you whatever. have a you have a you have a bow uh yeah. <laughs> and you you're shooting machines on a it well, absolutely looked it's, like because it, what little bit that they showed was essentially like the opening cinematic of skyrim <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> where you're on the cart yeah yeah you're finally awake <laughs> yeah and then that's all they showed they they showed like uh you kind of see one of those big like walkers that have like the platforms i, I can't think of what they're 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 called long necks long necks um and it shows like this cart or whatever, like this uh, rowboat uh, kind of going through its legs. And then that's really it. It didn't yep. show much of anything. It was like a five second clip. Yeah. Um, but hey, if it's do, not on rails, that would be awesome. That'd be cool. Do you do you think that um, this is a, a sequel to <clears throat> Horizon Zero Dawn? Or Forbidden West, or is it a prequel? Because the name Call of the Mountain kind of could imply um, I guess this is in spoiler territory. The game's four years old. Mm-hmm. The, the, spoiler, the spoiler tags are off at this point. Uh, you know, at the end of, or during Zero Dawn, you learn that like uh, Aloy was cloned or born or whatever in, in the mountain, and that when Gaia like sent the signal out or whatever, that was when she was created 
Mm-hmm. Do you think that uh, that's like Gaia sending out that signal? I honestly that is, didn't is even. Uh, I didn't put any thought into it at all. Uh, but now that you've said that, uh, yeah, absolutely. That totally could be what it is. Right. Call, call of the mountain. Or yeah, is that what it was again? Yeah, call, call of the mountain. mountain. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that could totally be what it is. And then you play the role of whoever it was that uh, found Eloy. Um, mm-hmm. Just I could you see know, that. obviously yeah. younger. Um, but yeah, yeah, that would be great. Um, but yeah, we don't have any fucking idea what this is, really. No. So. <laughs> but we we also 100% know that it's an on-rail shooter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we also definitively can state on this podcast. <laughs> We're calling it here. We're calling it here and now. It's an um, on-rail shooter. It's basically, if you guys have ever been to a Chuck E. Cheese and played the Jurassic Park arcade game, it, <laughs> it's just that, it's but just with robots. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's so good. Um, I'd be fine with that, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'd be okay. But a game My girlfriend we... and I played that recently, and that game is Did you really? Still, uh, yeah, it's at um, the, the bar here in downtown Sacramento coin-op that has all the arcade games and stuff. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, they have the Jurassic Park arcade game there. We played it, and uh, it's stupid fun, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> shooting T Rexes. All the things are always good. Like yeah, yeah, they're a good. Those time. Games are always fun. Um, have you ever played the Halo one? Because it's basically like that too, just on. They have a Halo, Halo arcade themed. game. Yeah, you haven't played that one. No. Oh, it's so good. Oh, shit. I mean, it's crazy expensive. Where do they have this? But it's so good. It's probably at like a. I think it was a Dave and Buster's deal. I think. Oh. I think Fire I, Team Raven. Yeah, this, I I think they ha- they might have this at the the DMB in Roseville. Maybe I think you're right. That might be where I played it. Um, it, it's actually a lot of fun. It's a more it's one of the more expensive games. So if you hey, load up one of those Dave and Buster's cards, you're basically going to be spending that whole thing on on Halo. We can buy the an arcade machine for sixteen k. <sighs> oh, brand, that's it. Brand new. <laughs> They have a pay over time option as low as $500 a month. Hey, it's not bad for 32 months. So the <laughs> uh, 55 inch 4k display. Dude. Okay. We got to move on. Otherwise I'm going to get caught up looking at, <laughs> caught up looking at the specs of this fucking Jordan's giant look awesome at ways, Halo arcade different machine. ways. He can finance a Halo arcade <laughs> machine. <laughs> uh, but moving along, uh, let's move on to a game that we actually yeah. just heard a little bit more about. Uh, today even Uh, so we're recording wednesday the 12th uh and nintendo just revealed a new kirby and the forgotten land uh trailer um and it looks awesome it looks so good yeah uh it gives us like a better look at some of the moment-to-moment gameplay shows a little bit about like what co-op is going to be like it shows kirby having like this this ally little little buddy that follows him around almost like his uh navi or or uh or like his cappy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows off, uh, like it shows a little bit of what looks to be like a hub world uh, where there's like maybe shops and there's like other characters and there's other mini games you can do. Like it shows him uh, fishing and doing this other, like, I think, I think it was cooking mini game or something like that. I can't remember. Bro, it's the breath of the wild of Kirby games, man. Like- yeah. It- <laughs> I mean, it looks tight. It looks tight. It does look like that hub world is going to be the more open area. And then from there, you kind of do this whole like, you know, Mario world, select your level sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go into a much more linear sort of like 
mm-hmm. level area. That's yeah. kind of the vibe I got too. Yeah, yeah, but it looks so solid. Um, I'm super excited for this. And then uh, they also released the. Uh, they also announced the release date of March 25th. Um, so that is super beginning exciting. of the beginning of the year is stacked. Um, oh, yeah, dude, absolutely. Yeah, I. I mean, we've got Legends Arceus is as of this recording two weeks away, yeah, uh, which is crazy. I know that they they have Advance Wars is set or ugh, Advance Wars is set for the first half of this year. Yeah, is that uh, April? If, I think it was April. I think yeah, I believe that, that that's April as well. Um, we've got this in March. I'm trying to think what is. Uh, is there a uh, a big February release though that um, that got set? February. Oh, I you know I, I'm not sure they have one yet. But um, yeah, Splatoon three is is allegedly this year. Uh, Triangle. Oh, Triangle Strategy is the beginning of March. So you could I mean you could call that end of February, beginning of March. It's yeah. March fourth. Yeah, I almost forgot. March fourth is Triangle Strategy. Um, Jesus and no, Advance Wars is March twelfth. Not uh, oh, Advance Wars is March. Yeah, so March is a stacked, stacked month for the Switch. Damn. Um, and then February is yeah, February eighteenth is Horizon Forbidden West, and February twenty fifth is Elden Ring. It's a busy first quarter. Like everything got everything got, got delayed from the pandemic. They're just like, it's ready, bitch. Take yeah. it now. Like, yeah, it's wild. Um super exciting uh maybe less exciting if you don't have the expendable income for it but <laughs> but still oh my god just so many Dude. options right now yeah, video games I, uh, man i'm very glad i just moved into a much cheaper apartment than where i was living yeah <laughs> uh, this is a perfect timing <clears throat> um but moving along uh, sp- other in other nintendo news uh apparently mario kart 9 is reportedly in development with a new twist um I mean, that's that headline is basically the whole story. We don't know anything else, but Industry Insider pointed out Mario Kart 9 is in development. Nintendo's throwing a new twist into it. Uh, there you go. What what do you think it's going to be? <laughs> what do you uh, what do you think this new twist is going to be? Well, twist is we show it. We show all of it. Full penetration. We show. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, a, man. It's, it's always sunny in Philadelphia reference. Uh, <laughs> uh, when they're when they're making a movie for M Night Shyamalan, they, oh, they're like, "What's yeah. what's the twist?" We show it. We show all of it. <laughs> Full penetration. Uh, oh goddamn. No, I think I mean the sw- the the twist is going to be it's it's Nintendo Kart. Um, you know they're going to have characters and and uh, maps from different Nintendo franchises. They kind of leaned that direction a little bit with um, Mario Kart 8. They had mm. some Animal Crossing characters in there. Uh, they had Link in there. So yeah, I think I think it stands to reason to have, um, you know, some F-Zero characters. Yeah. Throw Samus and the, the Star Fox gang. I think uh, you're I, absolutely right. And I think to add on to that is that these individual characters are all going to have their own unique power-up abilities. Yes, I think I think we're going to get new... That's where I was going to go next. I think we're going to get new power-ups with each character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to go with like kind of the Diddy Kong racing route, where 
there's land, sea, and air vehicles. That would be cool. Um, yeah. But it, like, like you pick a character, and their their vehicle can transform. You know, land, sea, air. Uh huh. Um, like different variants. I think. I what think that's they what they'll do. Something like, like even like how Diddy Kong had that open hub world, but in a Mario Kart game, dude. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting myself Crash so team, pumped for this. Crash Team <laughs> Racing did that as well. <laughs> this game that doesn't even exist yet. I am so pumped over having just said that. <laughs> it'll be so it'll, what it'll be is it'll be um like the Mushroom Kingdom area from Mario Odyssey, but then you drive you drive around the castle to like yeah. the different tracks and stuff like that. Yeah. That'd be so sick. That'd be great. Um yeah, I but I, I think that that's kind of the obvious twist that they would do, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, it would make sense to to do that. I think that's kind of something that people would want to see. Uh, I would also love it if they were like, you thought it was Mario Kart 9? And then, like, you know, the, the title card gets ripped away and they're like, F-Zero, bitch! Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just, like, or like, Captain Falcon comes in and Falcon punches the Mario Kart 9 like screen and it says F0 yeah. and like I think that'd be really cool um but like they you thought they it hit. was Mario Kart 9 and then they they tear away the title and it's a new Wave Racer. <laughs> Yo, don't even joke. Don't even joke. Wave Racer and 1080 snowboarding if they brought those back? Okay. So um what was it? Wave Racer or Wave Racer Blue Storm, the one that launched on GameCube, right? Um, that game was my jam, bro. Yes, Wave Race Blue Storm. Yeah, uh, that game was so cool. Let us never forget extreme jet skiing and how that that <laughs> how that was. Uh, do you remember like that time after Tony Hawk Pro Skater came out where they tried to make like every like like athlete insert athlete pro blank game like they had kelly yeah. surfer or kelly slater pro surfer yeah my friend had a like pro wake- Mira bmx yes my friend had a pro wakeboarding game <clears throat> um i'm going to pro see if i can find wakeboarding. this i gotta look for that uh sean murray's pro wakeboarder that's what it was uh <laughs> oh my god uh or or yeah, I'm sorry. Wakeboarding uh, Unleashed. Yeah, Wakeboarding Unleashed featuring Sean Murray. That's what it was. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. They yep. had a game like this for every type of like sport you could think of. Yeah, I played that on the OG mm. Xbox in my buddy's house. I remember. That's so funny. It was actually pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. It was actually it, it was pretty tight because like they had all the mechanics for like um, letting go of the the handle you know like that's or the boat toe handle Uh and then like calling to have it thrown back at you and stuff and like your your speed you'd slow down if you like let go of the handle but then you could like go off to the side and hit cool jumps and get like secret areas and shit but you had to make sure you were going fast enough like when you hit that so that you could make it all the way and like didn't fall down halfway through it was it was actually like that's some pretty well well thought out mechanics um But yeah, so really, uh, that's what I'm wildly speculating is that Mario Kart 9 <laughs> is wakeboarding on the featuring Sean Murray 2. That's <laughs> my wild a, speculation. It's a bold speculation here, but you know, I, I back you 100%. <laughs> Inside uh, sources are telling me. That. 
Last article I want to go over really quickly. I'm sorry, did I say inside sources? I said I meant inside voices are telling in, my inside voices are telling me. <laughs> yeah. And by inside, he means his head. Inside his head. Um yeah. <clears throat> this other one I wanted to go over just real quick, uh, only because everybody's talking about it right now, and I think it's wild. Um so LAPD officers fired for chasing Snorlax in Pokemon Go instead of robbers. Um, I just wanted to say that sentence so, out loud. That's <laughs> so the the reason that this is getting um, like brought up again is because the firing was upheld by an appeals court uh, mm. earlier this week. Um, I actually <laughs> I I, la- I chuckled when uh when I saw this in your notes because like this was when I like logged in for work Monday morning, this was mm-hmm. the literally like the first thing that I saw when I started my work day. Yeah. Like, I was, was yeah. this story. And I was just like, huh, like what are the odds? <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh, allegedly um, in April, 2017, a video system uh, in a patrol, an LAPD patrol car captured officers discussing how to catch a Snorlax and trying to capture a rare Togetic. Uh, this has a yeah. spelling uh, mistake. It says Tegatic, not Togetic. I gotta fix that. Um, a Togetic, uh, while ignoring a report of several people who were in the process of robbing a Macy's in the Crenshaw area, and that um, the officers claimed they didn't hear the radio request for backup, but on patrol car recordings, they're heard discussing whether to respond, and one of them could be heard saying, ah, screw it, according to court filings. <laughs> Uh, the officers are then heard for the next 20 minutes discussing the GPS-based Pokemon augmented reality cell phone game, the Associated Press writes. <laughs> <laughs> and driving to, to various locations to, quote, capture, end quote, virtual creatures. Which, <laughs> fuck the AP for not, like, respecting the game. You know what I'm saying? The AP like, could have shortened that article like so much by just saying what they were really thinking was fucking nerds <laughs> dude which is which is a shock because <clears throat> a, like ap has been covering this shit out of like the the activision blizzard stuff like mm. so uh i can't tell if they hate nerds uh <laughs> or if they're like they love nerds it, it, it's tough, man it's the tough, AP's but... just like my father they don't understand it until you start talking about how much money the industry makes. <laughs> That's true. And I, if, I, if I don't do things their way, I get in a lot of trouble, but I don't understand why. <laughs> yes. Even if my way is better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I don't really have anything else to talk about this article. Like, I just thought it was hilarious. Um, all cops are bastards. What can I say? This just proves it. Yeah. I mean, they get fired for this, but... <laughs> But a cop will shoot someone down in cold blood and keep their job. So that's wild. But <laughs> bro, I mean, I don't want to make it a thing, you know. But like, <laughs> LAPD is like the biggest gang in Southern California. Yeah, like. absolutely, absolutely. But moving along, let's get to the topic of the show, the moment we've all been waiting for. Yes. We're going to talk about some of our video game predictions for the year. Um, 
I don't remember if it was last episode or one of the previous couple of episodes, Jordan and I were kind of talking about coming up with some predictions for the coming year. What do we think is going to happen? Uh, and then let's give these predictions some stakes, like whoever gets the most right, uh, like we'll come up with some kind of scoring system related to our predictions. Whoever gets the Ooh. most points uh, owes, I mean, I mean, gets a free meal, a free dinner or lunch or whatever. We'll meet up and we'll <clears throat> go out to eat. And the loser has to pay. And uh, well, I, love, I, I love that idea. Um, having said that, though, no, some of my predictions know, are... I, I, think, I think the loser should have to get a bunch, get like a large stack of old video games okay, for like really cheap. And then... Take them all into GameStop and try and trade them in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have to something do something like that. Something like something like that. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I I also don't like that one though because then it inconveniences the poor people who work retail for GameStop. So, it, well, it's got but it's got to be something good. Also, but we that, could also do something along the lines if we want to turn it into like a thing for the show itself. It could be um like whoever wins gets to pick a video game that the two of them have to play, like whether it's together or separately. Um, Loser has to stream all of the putt putt games <laughs> without, without any breaks. <laughs> yeah. So we'll come up with, we'll come up with yeah. whatever it's going to definitely be um, by like, we'll, we'll talk about it and maybe we'll have like an actual resolution by next episode. But yeah, without further ado, let's just dive right into these predictions. Um, Jordan, do you want to kick this off? You want to go through yours? Uh, yes. All right, let's do it. Uh, my first one is The Last of Us remake, Last of Us Two remastered for PS Five, and Last of Us Factions will get PS Five releases to coincide with the HBO show. Okay, I think it'll be a bundle. We all three for sixty boons. Bada bing bang. Uh, so, so it'll release like when the show airs, sort of thing. Like the yeah, date they'll of the show they'll airing? they'll coincide it so that right right around the time the show airs, the game drops. Okay. Um, and I, I my guess is that they'll do. We know they're working on a Last of Us remake. Like mm-hmm. we we that's all but confirmed <laughs> from various sources. Yeah. Um. It's it's very likely that they're doing a PS5 port of The Last of Us 2, especially considering Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy both just got one. Uh, and we also know that they have been working on some sort of multiplayer since before the release of Last of Us 2, uh, and that they cr- scrapped it from Last of Us 2 because it evolved into a much bigger plan than they had initially anticipated Mm -hmm. um from a marketing standpoint also it would make perfect sense to release the game when the show drops get everybody talking about it get everybody playing it again yeah get it in the lexicon um and then you know it's a multiplayer game bro drop the microtransactions for them skins based on the characters and or based on like the appearances in the show baby like um like that yeah so that's that's my my Big one, and I think the reason that I think it'll be a bundle of all three is uh, one, uh, they know the value of that. Two, I think they know that they cannot 
re-release the first Last of Us for a second time and sell it for 60 bucks. Factions is not $60 worth of content. And Last of Us 2 is will functionally be the PS4 version with unlocked frame rate at at 4K. Mm-hmm. So there and and you know dual some dual sense uh, adaptive trigger like haptics added. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I it, could, it, I could absolutely see that happening. Well, it'll. I'm sorry. Now P, PS5 games are seventy bucks now, so that even more justifies that. Yeah, it'll be a bundle, all three for seventy bucks. This is a bold prediction. Yeah. I like this one. They they might even they might even do something like, hey, if you own Last of Us 2 on PS4, you can get a discount or whatever. Or like, you know. Yeah. What have you. Call call this all uh like the director's cut. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Or That's... like they'll they'll call it like the 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 complete edition or the collected edition or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. All right, let's hear that. Let's hear prediction two. Oh, no, you go now. You got to oh, give okay. me one now. We'll do one. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, this one, um, this one I feel like is probably going to be one of, one of my uh, more likely predictions. The rest get a little bit uh, maybe more off the wall from here. But this mm. one, I predict Madden 23 will feature John Madden on its cover. Oh, that... Uh... I didn't even put that on there because I feel like if they don't do that, like, <laughs> yeah, fuck I, you, man. I, I like, om- yeah, I almost didn't put this one on there. I'm like, is that too easy? But the rest of mine are like, oh, they, they get shit. out there. So I'm going to one up you. I'm going to one up you. Okay. John Madden will be on the Madden 23 Ultimate Team Edition cover that comes with a hundred dollars of fucking ultimate team points or whatever that bullshit that EA puts in all their sports games. is. Okay. It's not going to be the regular version. Okay. They're going to put They're going to put them on the fucking special edition. So just dumb, the special edition one. Dumb, dumb shit cover. Cause it's EA and they'll, they'll, yeah. they only half ass do anything right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why, why honor his memory when you could also honor his memory and monetize it? <laughs> Dude. I'll tell you who honored his memory. The Raiders with that fucking heart-stopping win against the Chargers. All right, I'll I'll uh I'll modify mine to make it a little bit more difficult. Then, so cover of this the special edition one, the expensive edition. Okay, I agree with that. <clears throat> All right, let's hear your number two. Uh, Xbox will show off Fable at E3 with a targeted holiday 2022 release. Uh, so keyword there is being a targeted holiday 2022 release. One news item that I f- forgot to put on uh, is that E3 canceled uh, their physical show this year, yes. and they've only like vaguely committed to a digital show. Do you want to still commit to showing off <clears throat> at E3? Um, I when I say E3, I I think that that time frame in June is going to continue to be because Games Fest is happening too. Yeah, yes, yeah. And I, I don't I don't necessarily know that that Xbox is going to have a presence at E3 or at Summer Games Fest, but I I feel very confident in saying that the big 
three, four, five companies that have continued that have been doing, you know, these press conferences this second week in June mm-hmm. for the past however many years. They're they're gonna have a panel, a conference, a digital event, something. Like that yeah. that oh, yeah, week yeah. that week is still going to be when games are talked about. So when I'm when so I'm Xbox saying E three off fable at whatever E three equivalent event. I'll just I'll, I'm gonna uh in June. I'm just going to adjust it to say in June. Okay. I won't even hold I won't even hold you to that specific time frame. Um but did did you also say with a 2022 date? Is that what you said? Targeted holiday 2022 release. Um and this okay. kind of goes back to what you, the thing you brought up about like Xboxes are in great supply or whatever. Like they mm. need to move units and they need to have a game other than they'll have Starfield in November. They need to have another game that says, this is why you own an Xbox. And I think the one-two punch of Fable and Starfield is what's going to get people to really want to buy an Xbox. They're going to be like, sci-fi, fantasy, bang, bang, like, here you go. Here's here's two RPGs, big, hardcore, like, open-world fucking RPGs that, like, you know, people are getting all the time from PlayStation. Like, here you go. Here's two... This is going to be like our killer apps this holiday that we we use to push the system because Halo Infinite. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews about. Mm-hmm. So um, I've heard great I, I've, things about its multiplayer. The that's, campaign that's, is where it gets mixed. Exactly. Yeah. I've heard I've heard great things about the multiplayer. I've not heard great things about the story. Um, and I think that that Xbox really needs some <clears throat> first party solid narrative game yeah some good uh, single player content for yeah sure. for sure all right well, so my- uh, but but targeted holiday 2022 release i don't okay. know that it will make the 2020 hard targeted holiday 2022 but i think that when they un- show it off they'll say they're targeted they'll they're say aiming for 2022 they're aiming for holiday 2022 okay that okay. will be their aim all right my number two prediction is nintendo will announce a Captain Toad mobile game. Oh. I think I think they it's been a while since they've released a new mobile game and I think uh, Captain Toad makes a whole lot of sense for that platform. Is it just going to be a mobile version of Treasure Tracker? Um I think they'll kind of change it. I think it'll you know, I I don't think it'll be exactly that game. I but, think that uh, could work though for sure. Just a mobile yeah. version of that. But yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it'll be like a totally new game, new puzzles and all of that, but very close to what that, you know, that game is. Yeah. I that uh, that's that's good. I can see that. I can really see that one happening for sure. And it's been a while since they've released a mobile game, so I feel like if they did release a new one, I was trying to think of what properties they could pull from and they, they have so many that they could, but uh this one makes a lot of sense to me. You know, I will say, uh, I played a lot of Fire Emblem Heroes for a while. Mm-hmm. That game actually slapped for like a long time. I, I, That's I, what I hear. It still makes really good money for them. It still yeah, makes really good I, money. I, I was playing for a lot of the story content, and I, I fell off because I got to a point where I couldn't like upgrade my dudes anymore without spending real money, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I didn't want to do that, but yeah, dope. Yeah. It was dope. Um, really really scratched that fire on the itch that i had at the time uh next prediction from me uh the super mario movie will anger grown men children will not care 
<laughs> okay. Okay. This is. I don't. I don't know how much this is like. Is this really a prediction? Like, <laughs> I mean, this one feels. This one feels a little easy. Will anger like, grown men? Yeah, low hanging fruit. You know, like, <laughs> and children won't care. Children <laughs> um, will not. Children will not care that 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 grown men are angry about you know the, the Mario <laughs> canon and lore not being respected as much as it should be. Uh, this, okay, so to elaborate on anger grown men, how well do you think this will review then? If we want to add, like, give it a little bit more. Um, I, I mean, th- this movie is going to be a Metacritic 68 to 72 for sure. Okay. Uh, and then it's going to get an audience score of like a B minus. Um, it's going to be a financial success. Like it's gonna it's gonna make money, yeah. Um, but I think it's gonna it's gonna make the sh- most of its money internationally, not domestically, because I don't think I I have this conversation with my girlfriend actually like a year ago and her her cousin and I think one of her sisters about um, how sick we are of seeing like a list actors take voice acting roles, yeah. Uh, when it's like we have competent voice, like voice acting is such a different skill than like normal acting, you mm-hmm. know, like, and there are some people who just can't voice act. And there are some people who j- are, can voice act really well and just can't act, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I really, I, I feel like a lot of these castings, mainly the fucking Chris Pratt is Mario. Like that's not because Chris Pratt is the best person to voice Mario. That's because they think Chris Pratt's going to put, butts in the seats but like yeah like my seven-year-old kid isn't like oh shit chris pratt is playing mario i'm gonna go see this like he's yeah. just like they're making a mario movie i want to go see this like, like uh, studio uh, executives chris pratt's gonna be mario shakiro miyamoto says he's really cool i gotta yeah, go see my, this <laughs> my kids my kid would be like why is why is star lord uh why are they showing star lord next why to does mario mario sound like star lord yeah <laughs> like uh, so that frustrates me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that one. I like that one. That's probably about as easy as my Madden one is. So I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that, my, that's definitely a low hanging fruit one. <laughs> uh, my third prediction is Valve will announce their own Game Pass like subscription service. Ooh, for Steam? Yeah. Well, maybe it's for Steam. Maybe it's separate from Steam. Uh, I don't I don't know that specifically. It makes sense if it would be through Steam itself, like a Steam Pass. Uh but my prediction is they just they announced their own Game Pass like service. Yeah, I see that happening too for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially with the Steam Deck coming out. Like getting Steam into more hands like through the use of the Steam Deck and then you know slapping like hey, here's a free month of you know, whatever that is, Steam Pass or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna keep saying Steam Pass because if I hope oh, they yeah. they name it Steam Pass, <laughs> but I don't know. They gotta they gotta name it like um. Yeah, it's gotta be a pun. It's gotta be some sort of pun. You yeah. know, like like the the Steam Engine or uh, I don't know, Valve Steam Gasket and something like that. Yeah, you know, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got to be related to that because they have Valve, yeah. they have Steam. It's there's got to be something there. Spark plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But anyways, uh, what's yeah. your number four? Number four. Um, Nintendo will show off Metroid Prime 4 in June. A small Ooh. cinematic teaser set for a 2023 release. And they will also announce uh, the Prime Trilogy drops on Switch in the fall. Okay. Um, I don't think we get more than a uh, quick cinematic trailer uh, for Metroid Prime 4 in June, but I think June is the latest they can go without showing something off from that game. It has now been three years Mm-hmm. Since they said that de- development restarted on that game, and I think that they are getting to the point, um, they had a lot of goodwill with Metroid Dread, obviously, like that got great reviews from fans and critics alike. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that they they have to show that off in June uh, to to ride the momentum from Dread and to not delay announcing it any further, lest it become. A, a dual release on their next console. Okay. All right. I could see that. I have that in one of my extra predictions in case I decided to last minute change one I had a trailer for Metroid prime four. So I could see that. Okay. Um, my number where are we at? My number four is bloodborne two will be announced and developed primarily by blue point games instead of FromSoft, but they'll still have support of FromSoft on the game. Ooh. I think Sony will take that IP, because Sony does own the IP themselves, mm. and they will hand it off to Bluepoint, uh, but with support of FromSoft. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um... Yeah, I could definitely see that, especially with their experience on Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know, <clears throat> and and FromSoft has been so busy with you know, uh, with uh, Elden Ring, and then there's been rumors circulating about uh, a new oh what's what was that mech game Armored Core. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, maybe FromSoft is you know, messing around with armored core while blue point takes the reins on this. And then they just offer support. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, that's kind of where my, my thinking goes with that. Uh, my next one is that Marvel's Avengers will go free to play. Oh, I like that. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I see that one going free to play. Uh, and then, what they'll do is they'll be like, everyone who purchased the game, uh, you get however many fucking thousand credits free and some skins and blah, blah, blah and shit. Um, and then they'll, because I, I feel like they got to be making all their money off those $15 endgame skins. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. and I don't think the game will get better, but I do think it'll go free to play because, you know, it'll, it'll make just enough money to, to last throughout the rest of 2022 and then i think the game dies off that will breathe uh new life into the game for sure yep. uh PUBG just recently went free to play and the day they went free to play they saw two times the amount of users than what they've normally been seeing their, yeah their user like their people playing the game doubled the moment they went free to play so yeah. i can absolutely see this happening for sure um all right my number five 
is Netflix will reveal a God of War series. Animated? I I almost wrote animated, like because my mind was kind of going like along the lines of that Witcher movie that recently came out. Where was that animated? Or Castlevania? Like, uh, or or kind of like Castlevania? Yeah, um, they're doing a Tomb Raider series also. Oh, are they? I didn't realize yeah. that. That's that's set after Shadow of the Tomb Raider, the most recent game. Oh, so it's it's canon <clears throat> of, the, <throat> of the games. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I. I'm not going to say animated. I think it's going uh, to. You, ha- you had me. Do I, do until... I have to? No, I think animated would be cool. I think it would be really cool. I don't know. Do I have to pick? Are you going to make me pick for this prediction? I'm not going to make you pick, but I mean, I, I feel like. I'm just going to say series. I'm going to say series. I don't know if it's animated or not. Um, it's got to be animated. Animated think about the would money. be really think about the cool, money. though. Think about yeah. the money to make it not to make it live action. Think and about good. that. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It probably would be animated. Uh, <coughs> my thinking, excuse me, my thinking with this um, kind of goes more along the lines of like, uh, if if I remember correctly, last year uh, somebody dove into the net code or the code of uh, Netflix and saw something along the lines of like God of War, like like and yeah. like PlayStation logos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people were kind of thinking like maybe this and we even discussed maybe this has to do with like Netflix's, you know, branching out into video games sort of thing. Yes. Um, now, I think is what was what we kind of thought of. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the more I was thinking about this, uh, I was like, maybe uh, maybe instead it's actually just a series um, a- after especially after having actually experienced Netflix's version of games and how that is currently going right now. Yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, maybe it's less uh AAA and more like this is gonna be a series. So Okay. So this this one that I've got, this is um this is a big I feel like this is this is a fairly bold prediction. So I'm gonna set the stage for this one. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, what a f- fucking fat rips! Hogwarts Legacy will be bad. <laughs> <laughs> will it even come out this year? Uh, I, th- I I think it comes out September, um, but I don't think it's good. Uh, that game got leaked in 2018. People forget this. Yeah. That game was leaked in 2018. Uh, there, there's leaked footage from, from then of that game. Uh, and it looks very similar, the, 20, the leaked 2018 footage, to the trailer we got in September 2020. So yeah, I don't see that game. And we haven't seen anything since. We have not seen anything since September 2020. So you think that, like the radio silence is because the game's not shaping up? Yes. Okay. Um, that's, I mean, to have been working on a game internally for that long and to not have more than a, a 90 second trailer online. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I understand, you know, some things need secrecy and stuff like that, but this is a very large IP that we're talking about. And it's the yeah. first in, in, in a new, you know, series of Harry Potter games games essentially we haven't yeah. had a, a console harry potter game since 
you know, one of the movie tie-in games back on PS2 GameCube era. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is a game that would have benefited from a a little bit more, you know, like just a little bit more info drip. Yeah. Um, And it not getting that makes me feel like it's, it's bad. It's going to be bad. You're swaying me over to your side of this discussion because I was I was kind of leaning towards um, that that we weren't really hearing anything about it just because they have changed a lot about it and the pandemics caused them to push it. When has that drastic of a change in direction in a video game ever resulted in a game not being bad? You know, you're right. You're right. (laughs) It doesn't happen often. So. Yeah, you, did you play a, Final Fantasy good... 15? Uh, yes, I did. I did, and and half of that game is one game, and half of that game is a completely different uh, game. Yeah, it's. Uh, I never actually beat that game because I just couldn't get into it. Um, I put oh, I put a good chunk of time into it. You mean just... that you didn't want to watch the anime series and the anime movie <laughs> and play the mobile prequel game all to understand what was going on when you jumped into the game? God, it was awful. What a mess of a game, huh? What yeah. a what a mess. And then Nomura was like, "You're not going to let me make versus 13? Oh, you're going to take me off 15? Guess <laughs> what? I'm putting all of it into Kingdom Hearts 3 instead." <laughs> <laughs> and he did. <laughs> oh my god. All right, my next prediction, prediction number 6 is going to be a new Matrix game will be revealed. And it'll have mm. a games as a service hook, but more Destiny than Avengers. Fuck that. Okay, the only reason that I agree with you is: Did you watch Resurrections? Yes. All right. Spoiler alert for people who haven't seen Matrix Resurrections. Uh, skip ahead, I guess, a little bit. That movie was so bad, and like, <laughs> and also like so on the nose, like, tongue-in-cheek and yet on the nose in the beginning about how they didn't even want to make that fucking thing and Warner Bros. made them, that, like, yeah, they're totally going to make a new Matrix game, and yeah, it's going to be games as a service, and it's going to (laughs) be, it's going to be all, like, the plot of the game is going to be about, like, like, how you, oh, I have to pay to be in the Matrix now, or some dumb (laughs) shit like that, like, (laughs) it's gonna have some fucking heavy-handed garbage, like, (laughs) commentary. Oh my god, yeah, I could totally see that. (laughs) Could fucking suck! It could absolutely be tongue-in-cheek. Um, yeah, I just think it'll be announced, it'll be showed off, and, uh, they'll, they'll, I don't think they'll actually label it as games as a service, but it's gonna be one of those things, like, You'll know it when you see it, sort of thing. Like, yep, we're seeing it being showed off. The phrasing of of how they're describing the game—it's like, okay, you're not calling it this, but it's a game as a service. (laughs) They'll call it a a shared online world. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) a living, ever-changing experience that Mm. keeps evolving even when you aren't playing. Yep, <laughs> and that's exactly. exactly the inflection they'll that's, say it with too. That yeah. is exactly it. That's perfect. <laughs> that is perfect. It'll be like you're actually in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how they'll that's end it. the fucking thing. That is it. That is it. Oh my god! All right, let's. let's Your actions in the seven. Matrix 
have consequences. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes agents might even come and attack you and then cut to like gameplay sequence of like yeah. agents attacking like, <laughs> like you're doing like fucking karate and shit, but it's actually just like quick time events that you yeah. <laughs> press one button for. <laughs> oh my God. Fuck, that is... That's probably the most spot-on prediction we've ever made like, <laughs> on this show is, is how they're going to present that game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too good. Okay. Uh, my, my next prediction is uh, Cyberpunk 2077 launches on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X with a big new expansion and pulls a No Man's Sky. And is uh, people are like, oh, this game's really good now. Um, I don't think it, it changes any of the ill will that people have towards CDPR uh, at the moment. But I do think that people will say, yeah, this game is uh, like with a big DLC expansion. That game will be better on next gen. Okay. Yeah, that would be awesome. I hope that one comes true. Um, cause as, as much as a mess cyberpunk was on a, on playing it on my PS4 pro, uh, it was still a mess, uh, but I still had fun with it and, and I really it, wish that it was better. <laughs> yeah. And the, this prediction is really just like, I, I want that to happen. I yeah. really, I really would like to see that happen. I want that to happen for the devs sake. Uh, all the, like, it's just the teams working on it. You know, I want mm-hmm. that to happen for them. Um, and also for me, selfishly, because I want a good excuse, a good reason to jump back into that game. Because right yeah. now, I just absolutely do not have a reason to. All right, I like that one. Um, my next prediction is prediction number eight for me. Oh, wait, no, prediction number seven for me. Sorry, that was seven for you. Seven for me is Fortnite will have a live in-game concert featuring a popular band, and you'll be able to play along with your character like you would in rock band or guitar hero. Oh, that's why they bought harmonics. Yeah. They'll have a live show that you can play along to live. Yep. hundred percent. hundred percent. Uh, I would even say that like, they'll have in-game music lessons, bro. Oh, that would be interesting. I don't, I don't think they'll go that far, but that yeah, would, that, would, that, that, would, that would be, be cool, wild, man. Though. That would yeah. be cool. Uh, like if people are like, this is how you play my song. Yeah, and then they're like, download my uh, custom created level and you can learn how to play my song on there or whatever. Yeah. They got, if they got Dave Grohl to be like, download this level, and learn to play <laughs> Foo Fighters. I'd be like, I'm playing only Fortnite forever. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. What if watch it be Foo Fighters that, that is like playing this concert <laughs> dude although i don't okay. know that foo fighters is what the kids are listening to though, well it so. can't be travis scott anymore because people will still die even if the concert's virtual <laughs> oh, <so>, okay <laughs> moving on oh oh too soon i'm sorry <laughs> fuck travis scott <laughs> yeah god what a sleaze bag all right what's next number eight for you jordan let's hear it okay number eight for me is um Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2 will be announced at May the 4th celebrations. Oh, I hope so. I hope you're right. Yeah, I think Fallen Order 2 gets announced at May the 4th. Um, I forget how recently, but one of the recent earnings calls that EA had, they said that they 
were very happy with how the game performed and they were committed to more single player games like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, uh, series would continue. And I think that May the 4th is, is the best time for them to kind of announce. Yeah. That that's an- coming. They've had enough time for this game to get into enough hands. It's gone on sale quite a bit recently. Yeah, it just got it ported to, to the new consoles, it PS5 did. and Series X. It did. Uh, it was like uh, it was one of the like Amazon Prime free games of the month uh, just recently, uh, which I claimed. And um, oh, yeah. was it? You get yeah. free games with Amazon Prime, don't you? Yeah, but it's all like it's all for Steam, huh? Well, it's different. It varies. So, like, some of it's through Prime's own proprietary thing. Some of it's oh, through yeah. Steam, Epic, Origin. It just depends on where they get their hands on the keys, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not from PlayStation or Switch. So. No, no. It's all PC stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't love play that prediction. Because I'm poor. <laughs> Dude, my PC can just barely. Just bar- I turn most, like, most games on, like, low settings. And I'm like, all right. Uh, textures don't matter today because I'm playing this hey, game for free. <laughs> my my Mac is now seven years old. Oh I think man, it's, I think it's it's, it's probably it's getting, time. Yeah, it's yeah. getting time to upgrade, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, my next prediction, prediction number eight, is Breath of the Wild two will not release in 2022. Oh, you can't steal my... That was my last prediction. I was going to end it with that. You can't steal... We can have the same one. We can both have the same one. No! Uh, But it will get an official title. Can't steal my prediction. I even made that prediction on our last episode. I said Breath (laughs) of the Wild is going to get delayed in 2023. We can make the same prediction. We can have the same one in there. Okay. I'm going to make a different one. <laughs> Don't I agree with that. I agree with that prediction because I was going to make it, but but I changed mine then. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not upset. I'm not I'm at all not upset. upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree though. Um, Breath, there's no way this game comes out in 2022, and I say that only because every time they announce a, a release date for a Zelda game. Uh, they're like, ah, oh, it's getting delayed. Sorry. Um, yeah. Not not with the the remakes or uh, remasters or anything, but um, new Zelda games. Anytime they say this one is coming out, it's never when it's coming out. So, um, yeah, twenty twenty three. I definitely think we see this game, which is kind of crazy to think about because I remember seeing the first trailer in twenty fourteen for Breath of the Wild being like oh i can't wait to play this game it took like three years and here i am five years after after beating that game being like Fuck, where's the goddamn sequel bro like yeah. yep uh right. yeah my uh my next one is that uh a new 3d donkey kong will be announced this year okay uh Again, I really just want to see that, but I don't know what the uh, I don't I don't know what the Odyssey team is working on right now, and I think that you know we got like a reinvention. They they seem to really kind of be reinventing a lot of their franchises right now. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, um, kind of letting like a lot of the younger developers take the reins and sort of do things. Uh, I mean, Breath of the Wild was a reinvention. Odyssey was a reinvention. Pokemon Legends Arceus was a reinvention. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I really think that that yeah, they're gonna give Donkey Kong the same kind of treatment. Yeah, uh, cool. and give it give it a nice nice three D platformer. I don't know that it'll be as collectible heavy as DK sixty four, but mm-hmm. yeah, I would love that man. That would be so good. Yeah, a new three D. I would Donkey really Kong. want that. <clears throat> so more like, so more leaning towards like like Donkey Kong sixty four. Sort of yeah, thing, I I, like I think it'll be Mario it'll be Odyssey, like I think it'll be like DK sixty four and it'll you'll be able to swap Kongs and stuff like that, um, but okay. I I I just don't think that it'll have a lot of like the shitty things that DK sixty four had like you got to go back to this barrel to swap a Kong so you can walk back here and collect these specifically colored bananas and shit yeah. like that yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it'll have that bullshit um, yeah I forget how. Uh how kind of tedious that game did get with that there were a lot stuff. of tedious parts of that game yeah. uh, it's a really fun game but it's also very tedious yeah, at, at i look times. back on that game with rose tinted glasses like now that i'm thinking about it because uh, there was a lot of tedium to that <clears throat> all right my number nine prediction and this one's somewhat vague but it's still like a very bold prediction um it's i i believe a major game developer will unionize this year and this is one of those things we'll know when i say major game developer it's going to be like one of the big one of the big boys you know and we'll know it when we see it sort of thing and we can we can we can hash out whether or not i was right uh if when it happens if it happens um but yeah a major game developer will unionize i could definitely see that happening uh and i hope it does Everybody unionizes. Yeah. Uh, we all should. I tell my coworkers that all the time. They're like, Jordan, what's your favorite song? And I'm like, oh, have you ever seen that old uh, like clothing commercial? The one where the lyrics go, look for the union label when you are buying a coat or dress or blouse. I'm like, yeah, that's my favorite song. You guys don't know? Um, yeah. Solidarity forever. <laughs> Uh, I hope so. I hope that happens. Uh, I hope that um, all game developers get better working conditions. I hope that they don't have to crunch as much. I hope that studios stop announcing release dates for things that aren't ready yet. Uh, yeah. All right. What my, is your number ten? My final prediction is, and you can totally keep it. No, I cha- I, I I had an alternate, and this one's okay. actually even even better. Um, okay. I'm glad you didn't bring this one up. Uh, NFTs will be added as microtransactions to games. Oh come on! Uh, I specifically, specifically, EA will add NFTs as part of their like ultimate team thing. Okay. So when you buy the special edition of Madden 23 that has John Madden on the cover, you also get an NFT of John Madden. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I, wanna, I can I see also this. Want, I, it, I as want, much as I hate to even talk about NFTs uh, anymore, because as it's a just, disclaimer, we're just inundated by all of this, I, I don't. Ex- I don't understand NFTs. <laughs> I, um, the way that I've heard them described to me is it's as if someone gave you a digital receipt for a digital thing and the digital receipt was what was worth a lot of money. Uh-huh. Um, 
Yeah, but even then, that sounds incredibly stupid. Yeah, that's essentially uh, <laughs> it. That's a very good way of summing it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And boy, howdy. If that's not a way for companies to just print money off idiots, like, I don't know what is, yeah, you know? It's, like, it's so stupid. I, I don't get it. But it's not going away anytime soon because literally every company that's that in the past like several months that has mentioned them venturing into NFTs, even the most vaguest of conversations about NFTs and their their uh, like board meetings or or whatever, like their their stock price immediately goes up immediately. So everybody's following suit and talking about NFTs. Did you did you see Richard Carnes tweet? About NFTs, I I don't I'm not sure. Oh, he's a uh, uh, from from the Al from Home Improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah from Home Home Improvement. Yeah, I saw his. Yeah. I saw it's maybe the best. Yeah, response it's, to it. It's just this amazing selfie of him in a white linen shirt, drinking mm-hmm. like with a wine glass in front of him, and it just says, "I've thought long and hard about NFTs, and I've decided it's not something I need to do." Prayer hands emoji, yeah. hearts emoji. And I'm just like... <laughs> and he's you know got what? this big old smile. He looks yeah, so happy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just like, you know what? NFTs aren't something I need to do. Yeah. You're right, Richard Karn. <laughs> You're right. I don't need to succumb to the peer pressure of these crypto bros. Yeah, like, for sure. Uh, yeah. Also, Reese Witherspoon being a crypto bro was a weird... T- was a re- weird uh, character arc I wasn't expecting. Oh, is she? <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a Marvel Studios leaker that I was following for a little while until they uh on on Twitter until they started posting about NFTs and crypto stuff and then it was like, "Oh, so you're trying to like leak stuff to get followers to scam them with crypto scams." Um <laughs> No. Leakers are weird, man. Leak culture is weird. Yeah. Like I I it's part of a big reason that I don't like fuck with leakers on Twitter is because like they all got these weird egos and shit and like they do. they're like oh all these people gotta listen to me because I've got this inside information that they're gonna find out in like three or four days anyways like yeah it's so weird I don't understand it but anyways. and if you're a leaker and you're hearing this Shots fired, bro. Come at me. My <laughs> yeah. at is at Jordan is rad. You can say whatever you want. You can leak next week's episode early. You can leak my nudes, bro. <laughs> I got a bunch of nudes in my cupboard. Beef, chicken, shrimp, oriental, all kinds. I got cups of nudes. How long can I keep this joke going for until people Next realize prediction? <laughs> yeah, what's your what's your final prediction? Final prediction for 2022. Final prediction. And this is probably the least likely, but I like it, and I hope it's true. Mario Kart 9 will be revealed and it will be given a release date of holiday 2022. Nope. No, I mean absolutely not, right? I, but, I, 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 but it's a it, that's a big prediction and and i hope so <laughs> that's a, that's a big prediction um hey, i mean if they've been working on this for a long time which i don't know i mean they had to have been working on it for a while uh and if breath of the wild 2 gets pushed out of 2022 this could fill that holiday you know 
that holiday Maybe. gap there. Here, here's the thing is I got to believe Nintendo has a stacked 2022 if the if they are releasing two Pokemon games 8 weeks apart. Like two yeah. two wildly different Pokemon games that are both guaranteed to sell gangbusters 8 weeks apart. That means that whatever they're I mean look at March. Look at what we have for March already. There's three big games that Nintendo's dropping mm-hmm. like that month. Uh it's going to be a stacked year on Switch I feel like. Yeah. So I really I honestly can't argue uh Yeah. I th- I th- I think it'll happen. And that's been our video game predictions 2022. Next episode uh when we come back on Jordan and I will will come up with some kind of way that we can uh we'll uh, we'll have decided how we're going to tally up these points and we'll, we'll we'll have decided like what we're going to end up doing whether it's buy a meal or now now I'm kind of leaning towards the you know turn turn the win loss into content sort of thing one of one Force. of us I got it I got it the loser has to take a picture of their birth certificate and turn it into an <laughs> NFT <laughs> And then sell the NFT of their birth certificate to someone. <laughs> God damn it. How uh, do NFTs work? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> that's been the show. We're we're gonna end it right here. <laughs> Thank you guys so much again for listening. Uh this has been Backlit Games. You can find us anywhere podcasts are sold. You can find us on all of our socials at backlit games you can find me Corey faust on twitter at Corey faust you can find jordan on twitter at jordan is rad uh if you're listening to this on apple podcasts please leave us a written review it helps us in our searches uh you know we're also on spotify and all of those other things i don't think spotify has a review system but yeah anywhere you listen just leave us a review leave us a comment and let us know what you think or what of, nfts are and how uh, they work please <laughs> tell us what these things are we have no idea I, i'm blown away it's like it's like my grandpa trying to open a pdf just <laughs> just oh my god but that's been this has been backlit games and we are out